Hey people, welcome to Always Wondered About That. She had dinner, left to go home on a rainy night. She didn't make it. Search turns up her car. Ten days later, she shows up. Forty-one years later, no suspects, no answers. So I ask you, what happened to Lisa Owl on that rainy night? Have you always wondered about that? I did. Let me tell you about it. This case is considered Hawaii's largest unsolved mystery. Weird, because this is the first time I'm hearing about it. In 1982, 19-year-old Lisa Al left her boyfriend's sister's house. They had dinner that night. There was a rainstorm going on. The boyfriend said goodbye, but he didn't watch her car drive away. She called her roommate to tell her she was on her way, but she never made it. The roommate would call her parents, and they would call the police. The next morning, she was declared missing. Her boyfriend went searching for her, thinking she just broke down, and he finds her car, a 1976 Toyota. Not the police who were searching. Not a passerby who noticed an abandoned car on the road. No, her boyfriend. The driver's side window was open. The bottom of the car and the seats were soaked, but her purse, keys, and wallet were there, and they were dry, almost like someone put them there after the fact. She would be found 10 days later, naked, face down in a ravine, which just happened to be three miles away from her boyfriend's sister's place. Her body was so decomposed, they couldn't get prints off her to ID her. They needed dental records. They couldn't even determine cause of death. She did have her class ring and her cross on, which tells us it wasn't a robbery. Now, here's the weirdness of the case. How did her body decompose so fast? In 10 days, she was so decomposed that they couldn't even get prints or cause of death. Someone had said that they saw a car with blue lights behind her. Then her license was missing from her wallet and her window was rolled down, making people believe she was pulled over by a cop and the officer had something to do with her murder. After that, there was a big issue with blue lights, so they banned the lights flashing in the grill. That made women scared to get pulled over by unmarked police cars, thinking what might happen to them. The detectives considered an officer a suspect. There was an officer that had harassment complaints against them, but the boyfriend was a suspect too. Now, the boyfriend took two polygraph tests, both of which he failed. His excuse was he felt guilty for letting her leave that night in the storm. She wasn't that experienced the driver, and the police believed him, saying he had no reason to kill her. That sounds like nonsense to me. But a guard at the sister's house said he saw two people arguing that night. She drove away and he drove away right after her. But if there was a fight and she felt in danger, she did call her roommate. So if there was a fight and she thought he'd hurt her, she would have told the roommate that. But the roommate never mentioned she said that or that there was a fight. There was some talk about the boyfriend intending to leave her. He was going to school and she was stalled in her life. She wasn't stalled in her life. She was working at a job that she was educated to do. She had a career. A witness did say they saw a blue car with a woman passenger. Her head fell over. It just flopped over like she was dead or unconscious. When she saw the car again, there was no passenger. I guess that was important in some way because maybe the boyfriend drove a blue car. I didn't really get that part. Some people think it was a person pretending to be a cop that pulled her over. But the missing license someone found. She left it at a location where she wrote a check and needed to show her ID. So they figured out where the license went. That still doesn't explain the open window, the dry purse, nothing missing, and how she was killed. Her body was exhumed and the coroner did a horrible job. He left the body in the police bag and never washed it. There were leaves and dirt in there with her. That told me the examiner didn't pay attention. And there could have been a cause of death present, but he failed to look closely to find one. Finding the license led detectives to know that it wasn't a cop that did it. That still doesn't mean a cop didn't do it. So she forgot her license somewhere. That doesn't explain the open window. Doesn't explain why her car was soaked, but her purse was dry. Some claim it was a stranger. She opened her window in a rainstorm to talk to a stranger in the street. Does anyone believe that to be true? A stranger was walking around in the rain and just flagged her down. No, that doesn't sound right to me. Then they claim it was someone she knew. That could explain the open window. But who? If she knew the person, she would have pulled over and talked to them outside the car, undercover. 
not let our car get wet. At least that's what I would have done. Now, the last thing they mentioned was a Hawaiian strangler. The what? The who? There was a what when. Never have I ever heard of a strangler in Hawaii. How could this case be the largest mystery if they had a serial killer running around? Okay, let's say it was this strangler. Was she strangled? Well, we don't know because they couldn't find cause of death. Were other victims of this strangler left naked in a ravine? Was there advanced decomposition of their bodies? I'm really guessing no to all three of those questions. Otherwise, there would have been some comparison between them and her case. And there wasn't. So that feels like that was a waste even mentioning. The fact still remains. She's dead. There's no cause of death found. There are no answers, and the theories of what could have happened seem to be off the top of someone's head. The sad thing is, we may never know what happened to Lisa that night. Well, anyway, now you know one thing you've always wondered about. Hope you come back for more. Talk to you soon. Bye.